to use against us to not be open with it, but when we do, we see the power in it because others go through it too as well. You know, for me, 2019, I mean, sorry, 2018 was a, it was a sobering year. Uh, it was a humbling year. But I, I'm grateful that God showed me some things and I was able to see it and recognize it and, and accept it. And in, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 3, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So over the last few months, I've been studying out just the kingdom of God, what it's like to be a kingdom citizen, uh, the type of life and heart that I need to have as being a disciple. And one of the things I, I learned about myself is that I haven't been poor in spirit. I've been somewhat rich in spirit. And what I mean by that is that I've been relying on my own strength. I've been relying on my own righteousness and not relying on the righteousness of God. And to give you an example, we turn to Luke chapter 18. I'm going to read a parable about the Pharisee and the tax collector. And in verse 10, it says, the two men went up to the temple complex to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee took his stand and was praying like this. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, greedy, unrighteous, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but kept striking his chest and saying, God, turn your wrath from me, a sinner. You know, a lot's been going on in our church. A lot's been going on in this world. A lot's been going on in our families. And I feel like for me, I've lost the, the perspective of a disciple. I didn't say some of the things that this Pharisee said, but in my action, if God would have put my life of 2018 on this wall, it would have been showing a self-righteous individual. I've been trying to live this life of a disciple on my own strength. You know, when you give your heart to people and they don't accept it, when you're doing it with your own righteousness, you will turn away right after that and basically don't have nothing to do with them. If you keep falling short with the things that you're going after and it's not happening in your time, you start thinking that God is not with you and you get discouraged. I lost what it meant to, to, to beg God, to beg Jesus for help to do his will. Stop not really wanting to invite people to church because of what we're, what we're going through. Using that as an excuse. Because even if I didn't like, I don't like what's going on, 
I still can reach out with them, studying the Bible with them, or even have them in our home to build a relationship. So God X that excuse out real quick. When I hear people up here, or when I hear people in conversations, when they're talking about their hurts, or what they're going through, death in the family, uh, medical issues, I don't stop and make sure that they feel my love. And what I mean by that is, outside of saying I'm praying for you, outside of this Sunday service, but Monday through Saturday, I'm not there to show my love and concern. I've been doing a lot of things on my own. And then when I look at the fruit of my example, it's been discouraging. I haven't been seeing just what I see in the scriptures. So I had to stop and take a personal inventory of my heart. I'm not a guy who, can, who would just come up and just express to you how I feel about you. I can show it in actions. I don't have that gift like that Edgar has in Mike Glenn. The brothers can look you in the eye and just tell you how great you are. And I feel like that's been a stumbling block. It's, it's been a stumbling block for my family to even come out to church and witness it because I never once told my family how I feel about them, though I show it in actions. I never told my mom how great she is. My mom took in our, her nephews, which is my cousins, when parents died. Mothers felt hard on drugs. We took them in. I never told my dad just how I appreciate that for all he done for us and for my cousins before he passed. I haven't shared just how much I feel about you guys in here. And there's so much power into telling people how much you love them and what you see that's great in them. And I feel like that's affected just even my relationships with people that are not following God. I have a lot of friends that are not Christians. But I haven't told them how I feel about them, what I love about them, why I'm still a friend to them. And I'm like, God, I need your help to live this lifestyle. I need your help to find the greatness in people and tell them. I see it, but I'm not, I don't get vulnerable and just tell them how much they mean to me. And like this uh, tax collector, he just said, he said, I'm a sinner. I need your grace. Have mercy on me. I'm a sinner that's saved by grace. When I go out to this world and when I meet people or shouldn't meet people, I need to give them what I have. It's up to them if they accept it or not. But I'm no better than the worst sinner that's whoever considered himself the worst sinner. I'm no better than no one, so why do I, I don't share and give my love to people? 
The only thing is that I'm saved by grace. And it said that the tax collector, he went home justified. You know, it's, it's humbling for me to just accept that. I want to make an excuse like, God, that's not me. I'm not like this. But when I looked at my actions, I had to just accept the truth. And the only, only way for me to move forward is to accept where I'm at, you know, and deal with it. If you look in Luke chapter 5, in verse 8, it's pretty encouraging about our Lord. In Luke chapter 5, this is when uh, the calling of the first disciples, when Peter and, and uh, the other disciples, before they were disciples, they were out fishing. And they came in because they hadn't caught anything. But then Jesus approached, and look in verse 8, it says, I'm sorry, in verse We start in verse 3. It says, He got into the boats which belonged to Simon and asked him to put out a little from the land. Then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. Put out into deep water and let your nets for a catch. Let down your nets for a catch. Master Simon replied, We worked hard all night long and caught nothing. But at your word, I'll let the nets down. When they did this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled the boat, both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at his knees, at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, because I'm a sinful man, Lord. For he and all those with him were amazed at the catch of fish they took. And so were James, John, Zebedee's sons. Excuse me. And so were James and John, Zebedee's sons, who were with Simon's partners. Don't be afraid, Jesus told Simon. From now on, you will be catching people. Then they brought the boats to land, left everything, and followed him. So when, G when, 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 when Peter saw that miracle, you know, his eyes was open to who, who Jesus was. He just fell to his knees and said, I'm a sinful man. That's being poor in spirit. You know, I, I need Jesus' help to live this lifestyle we live. I need Jesus' strength to love those who don't love back. My love for people shouldn't be based on how they love me back it should be based on that's what God called me to do. You know, when, when, when sin is so wrapped up in here, it makes, it makes you afraid. When I know I'm harboring sin, I, I don't want to be around people. <laughs> because one thing, I don't like being a hypocrite. I don't like to say I'm doing good when I'm not. I don't like saying... Today is good for you when it's not, when I don't feel like it's good for me. But I have a tough time with, you know, when you're out and, the, and God puts on your heart to go share with that person or get to know that person. And you make every excuse not to do it. Because if someone looks like they have more than I do, I make an excuse. Oh, they're not going to accept it. They got 
They got things going on. They, they look cool. I would make every excuse to not share. And that's something that's been, like, just been tagging on me, not just in 2018, but for, for a lot of years. But I'm so encouraged that even in the midst of this, you know, Jesus don't want me to be afraid. Don't be afraid of being vulnerable. Don't be afraid of lifting people up. To don't be afraid to show people the love that he has for us that he has for them too. So many people in this world that they don't feel love. There's so many people in this world that's, that's lonely. And even in my own family. I was sharing with Treese this morning, a lot of my cousins and uncles, you know, they want to spend time with me. And I was, you know, I was sharing with my wife is that, so for some reason, you know, I just, I avoid it. I don't take out time to just build with family and to share with them how they, how they mean to me. They do it to me. And I, I'm, I'm a guy who don't take encouragement very well. You tell me I'm something, I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. You know? <laughs> but that's something that I, I'm going to break. And I'm going to take it day by day. You know, I, I'm encouraged that God has, you know, revealed it. But there's so much, like, when you look at Jesus that he's done and, and, and the miracles and the things that happen, that he will do it, you know what I'm saying, through us. And I'm just, I'm looking forward to really denying myself and allow just the, the power of, of Christ to, to reign. And we know Peter, he had his ups and downs. Peter was, Peter was a, he was one of the crazy disciples. <laughs> Remind me of me in some way. But Jesus let him be him, and he corrected him as he went on. And, you know, those disciples turned the world upside down. So as we take communion, I would like to just encourage us to really study out what it means to be poor in spirit and how much we need to rely and ask God for the strength to live this life of a follower of Christ. Follower of Christ. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, God, we thank you so much for giving us a living example through your son. God, it's so just amazing how, God, he just wanted to be around people. Father, when he wasn't with the 12, he was out healing and encouraging and, and teaching and preaching and standing up for, for the kingdom while he was here on earth, Father. God, and all that because he wanted us to have a, a relationship with you, that he loved the Father and that he loved us. I pray that we can grab hold of that, God, and be the same for each other as Christ is for us. Thank you for the bread that represents his body and the fruit of the vine that represents his blood, that cleanses us from sin. God, we love you so much. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.